Good uh, morning. Good morning. No, no, no. Good afternoon. Uh, pilgrims and travelers. Ah, oh, the garage. The interesting. Good afternoon, pilgrims and okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to reset the garage door. The 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 gate, not the garage. It's not opening. Okay. Anyway, good morning to you all. Good morning. Again, I'm saying it. Good afternoon. It's almost three o'clock, actually. So the day, uh, yeah, the day kind of uh, pushed me in a different direction today. And, uh, I am. I think I'm learning to heed the uh, sign or to you know to to go over the floor. I have this image of. Uh, a reader, you know, being blown away by the wind, you know, and unlike a tree, which is steady. But then again, when a big storm comes, that kind of flexibility seems to play in the, in the hand of the reader. Of course, it's an image. I'm not talking about the actual reed here or the actual oak. But I do like, I like allegories. I like metaphors, things that we take from the natural world to extrapolate something uh, more lofty, shall I say. Anyhow, interesting that it's not, well, I'm surprised, I haven't had it, well, I mean, as far as I know, I haven't had any power outage, but I don't know, I guess, it could have been. Uh, I would not have known since I don't have the, the heater on, we are officially, uh, I'm go officially over that bump and I have to say I am not feeling worst for it you know which is of course you know it's part of life right the season and uh, yeah I think if I think if I had to choose I would want the season there's something about it that uh, I could see it being lulling you know to to always be kind of a nice and just a little chill here and there but nothing crazy uh, and then having I mean of course I'm not talking about extreme weather my goodness I remember that uh... okay so let me go ahead and let's see what happened here Let me see. I'm gonna have to go around. Bear with me, guys. I wanna make sure that it's working. And it is. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. Normally something happened, like a power failure of some sort, but uh, doesn't matter. We are back online, so I can shut. Got a cool little key to open that the door. Alright, so how about you come with me on a walk, see what kind of interesting goodies I might have to dispense to do to do <laughs> today. It was interesting, huh? Yesterday I got I just got tired. It's like I felt my energy slumping. 
certainly and it's uh, not something that I think lately I haven't felt that too much but definitely not when I'm moving you know there was one of my things between running and walking that also made uh, running you know enticing I don't regret you know having stopped uh, I'm not saying that I've hanged my running shoes for the rest of my life but uh, yeah I think it's gonna be kind of like a uh, skiing you know I'm definitely not saying that I would never ski again and if you don't know I do love skiing alpine skiing eh? I've never done cross-country I'm sure I would like it too but I've never done it so I can't speak of it and uh, after a run you just I just feel that energy that just and I just wouldn't feel that from walking. And often walking, I get tired. You know, like uh, it would just, uh, my energy tank, it would, it would just dip into it. I don't know. Interesting. It's very quiet here. Normally a forklift. And, but then again, normally it's in the morning when I'm, when I'm coming here. Anyhow. So... So yeah, I ended up crashing. Uh, actually, I went to the bedroom to have a very nice nap. Man, do I really like that place. I was even reflecting on that today, thinking it is hard to... It's hard, it's quote-unquote, entre comillas, huh? When I'm in this place that I enjoy so much, it, it's like I'm basically... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll say it. I think that's accurate for me. I'm in the best place. It's an amazing place where I am. So it's like, of course I want to be there. Like even talking about as I was walking and, you know, feeling a little tired. And then, you know, so some benches, but I'm like, yeah, but it's so much more beautiful. You know, it's a, I have this swing set over there. Or, you know, I have my the bedroom, the window open, facing the pines and hearing the doves or whatever, but, and you do have, you know, I mean, it's not like I'm completely isolated, so, you know, you have background, you know, kind of white noise from the town, but, I mean, even when you have those crazy, like, uh, all-nighter, you know, the music blasting, you know, it's, it's residual, what I get, anyway, it's just, uh, maybe, maybe what I felt yesterday was some grieving, Kind of like today, you know, because today too, my you know, the day kind of uh, spiraled out of uh, my usual routine. But uh, and I don't know if you were able to. Uh, I, I guess I'm sorry. I do. I do the that option in Anchor where you can, uh, I guess, refine. It doesn't work for music. If I'm playing something with a guitar, I better not. Uh, <laughs> I better not do that because you will not be able to understand the thing. It's very interesting how it does that. I don't understand. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely a, uh, I'm not a nerd, that's for sure. And uh, and so that stuff, I think, will isolate her. Will basically take her out of the picture. So and I have not listened to it, and I'm not going to. So. I don't know, but anyhow, and I saw her too, actually, at church yesterday, so, but something that was interesting, you know what, here we go, here's my first, uh, 
launching pad. As I reflected upon a conversation, you know, I did see definitely the default mode. You know, like basically she's like, man, why are you so charged? And I'm like, oh, I have a dead baby in it. <laughs> that was my answer. I don't know her. I mean, I we see each other in church, you know, basically, you know, you have a time where you, the priest says, you know, peace be with you and peace be with you too. And said, you know, share, share uh, the peace of the Lord. Basically, you go around and then you face other people and you acknowledge them in that kind of a brotherly communal kind of a way. And, you know, definitely was definitely a little awkward at first, but I'm getting more comfortable. There is that lady that I know that we've, we've connected. So it's always nice when I see her. We do definitely make eye contact and acknowledge each other. And, and I, you know, I turn around and basically look for opportunity to, to make eye contact with somebody else. So we've, we've done that. But I've never spoken to her. And so here I am. I don't know her, you know. I mean, I'm in this smaller town. She's, you know, she's got to be uh, a little older than me. But I'm not sure. Maybe around 60 would be my guess. And, uh, and there I am, you know. Some of my first words, yeah, I'm carrying a dead baby. But she did smile. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if she got my joke. But it looks like she took it okay. But the point, my point being, I'm not losing my thought here. The, my, my point being, uh, seeing that part of me, you know, coming up to bat, you know, and thinking, is that really, was it really conscious? You know, was I really present, you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it was kind of like that, the kind of cruise control. Yeah, Automa autom automated response kind of thing. Something that I'm comfortable with, you know? Uh, in <laughs> I'm thing, sorry. I'm just going by this guy here who's just walking out of his garage, I guess, where he's parked and just, just kindly, casually just dropped his napkin, whatever it was he's using to wipe himself and then just laid it on the floor did get my attention. I don't think I went as far in my judging mode, but yeah, definitely. Uh, sorry. So anyhow, so, but the point that I want to, I want to stay on that point, uh, was how I behaved. And, you know, the idea of, of course, you know, doing that thing in silence, I think it's even more pertinent now. After seeing that, because this part of me is definitely something that I'm comfortable, you know, kind of icebreaker, kind of silly Tony. But it's like, is it genuine? And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's just comfortable. I think it's just an adaptive tool that I've developed over the years, right? Along with, I'm sure some, some of it has to do with my nature, you know, my that individuality that makes uh, Anthony, but I'm like, it's like, is that the very the best? Is that the best that I have to offer? And I'm not sure. I am not sure. I do, I do have something with humor. I do have an affinity with humor. You know, whether or not you would agree with my sense of humor, my delivery, my timing, or whatever the case may be. But I do. I do, I mean, you know, my, 
the stand-up comedians and it's just something that I enjoy. I do enjoy turn of phrases. I, that's why I like Anthony Jeselnik. He's such a his timing, his joke writing is very, very good. I mean, there's something in me that that resonate, you know, that relate to that for whatever reason. But okay, so that that part is there. But I'm like, are there no other ways? Do I have no other tools at my disposals? You know, and is a return on investment? That's good. Anywho. And I think there's some tenderness in it too by me being silly, you know. It's also a way of making sure the person, I guess, is kind of comfortable, you know, or at least trying. Because, of course, my intent is not to make fun of somebody when I do it. it it's a way of connecting. It's a way of relating. And I think it's a way of sharing and caring for me. So I'm not, I'm not degrading it, you know. I don't want to denigrate my... Uh, that part of me, but I am skeptical in, in a way that I wasn't before. And I think yesterday that interaction kind of brought to light that I was like, yeah, some of it was kind of, uh, it made it harder for me to stay present. Here we go. That, that, that's, I think that's a key point. You know, it's not that it was good or bad, but, you know, it's kind of like when you go into that mode where, you do something and there's a natural sequence of events and then, you know, kind of a chain reaction, I guess, basically, yeah? In concreto. Uh, and then that's kind of automated. It just happens. And there's always kind of almost like a feedback loop too also with the world and you say that, that's it. I mean, there's a kind of a back and forth, but it's almost like a, you just initiated something and then you're not needed anymore. And... Um, that part to me got my attention. It's not electric. So it's going to be something interesting. I don't know if I mentioned, but uh, I'm sure I did. But uh, it'll be holy macaroni. Yeah, next week I'll be getting my uh, my train ticket, and then I'll be uh, uh, basically asking Pilar to make me that sign. That little uh, uh, necklace about I am in silence in English and in Spanish. And uh, oh, yeah, there was something that I was going to do. I was going to write the letter uh, to, you know, to the last one because I realized I'm not in it. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, there was, no, I wasn't expecting, I guess, you know, I wasn't, you know, expecting anybody to, to do. It was just like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to connect and I'm going to share, but it's like, you know, you can honk my friend, <laughs> it's like, it's not going to change. I think he was trying to move me, to get me to move aside, but uh, that wasn't going to happen. Or maybe he was saying hello, I don't know, I don't know, but it's a tight road and I was I had to move because of an olive branch that was pushing me out of the way. And I have to say I am not the type to yield to that, to that kind of car pressure. Yeah, see, often people will, will stop a lot more than I will before jumping into something, and I'll just be like, yeah, I'll go. Funny, I'm not really a risk taker, actually. It's not that. Could be some kind of a rebellious, you know, defiant kind of personality a little bit. Anywho, 
So yeah, talking about the the letter. So I will be I'll be writing this one, but we'll see today. I don't know. You know, so I started my routine today, and then I started to plug the guitar, and then after the third song, I realized, no, let's go down. Gonna make my lentil. Let's go down and make the lentil dish. And uh, and then we'll see. So I made a very another award-winning lentil dish. Amazing, really enjoying listening to my Japanese. And uh, and then which led to basically making breakfast. So which oh my goodness, do I like? I love those toast with. Uh, Guacamole and arugula. Oh, my goodness, so good, so good. Anyhow, so anyway, to finish, uh, to finish the topic, I guess about the letter. So we'll see. It may not be today. It's you know, it's later today. I guess that's what led me to talk about what I did today or what's changed. You know. Uh, and after breakfast, I ended up going to take a nap, basically. So, listening to Ram Dass, which I really do like. There's just something about him that's soothing to me. And, uh, I mean, I don't, uh, I mean, of course, any of his podcasts, I'm going to be listening to them when I'm also fully awake, because I doze off. So, <laughs> sometimes I, I would hear about five, ten minutes, and then the rest is gone. But it's enjoyable. Almost, yeah, more enjoyable than uh, music, which is really weird, you know. I used to do a lot of that when I was younger. You know, put some, there was some few music that I enjoyed listening to. They kind of felt inspired to go to sleep with. And uh, I don't do that much anymore. It's either nothing at all, which is typical, but even more so when I'm hungry for spiritual insight or, you know, when I'm just digging, scratching around. Ramdas is very, very convenient. It's quite amazing, you know, the enmeshment when I think about to technology, to to the way that my life is. I mean, even though it is quite simplistic, you know, it's quite minimalistic, but wow, you know, I mean, technology plays such a big part for me in terms of that. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, what I have at the reach of my hands by this tablet and this phone, which, of course, having a tablet to do things like Duolingo and reading, I don't think I would, yeah, it would not be that much fun on a phone. I don't think so. I don't quite see how that would be. I think it would be more straining. But it's just amazing all that I have access to that, you know, the, 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 the tangible material expression of a lot of those things, like having a book or before, you know, having a TV or a radio or CD or cassette and all of those things. And it just become completely obsolete. It just, so quickly it stopped making sense. I think some of those things are what makes me excited. I, guess. I think about technology, what I really don't share at all. Like a lot of people about this AI and uh, the singular point and all that stuff. I don't know. To me, I think it's it's all going to be great, you know. And again, it's like, who are we? <laughs> who are we to judge? Look at our track record. Look at a lot of what we've done. What we are incapable. Even, you know, I don't even have to go to a society. 
even me with my uh let's i guess the best understanding i have so far is you know cultural racism that i realize there are some races when i'm around i feel uneasy you know and and there are historical reasons there are things that have happened but like i've mentioned before i've had issue with white people you know plenty to be very cautious and i don't feel that so and i don't know how to get around that and i know it's it's not true you know but so what uh, i can think all that i want you know that's one thing about uh, knowledge you know actually it's interesting that i'm uh, saying that because i was reading a letter of seneca and i didn't know that but he became vegetarian if he was full-fledged vegetarian you mentioned pythagoras what kind of kind of quite an extensive one but being a stoic for him some of it has to do about you know minimalism of sort you know austerity calming oneself down not to get carried away by things by basically by uh similar you, you could look at it as almost like a buddhist kind of approach the middle way basically so basically do not get carried away by the good the bad and the ugly neither and i think if you do all of that you're going to be all right and so he was talking about you know his path to that to, to vegetarianism and apparently he didn't drink wine and and there is i mean of course in his case he's kind of a voice of authority you know of a in his field i guess of a specialty you know so there is some morality in my case at the end i don't come with morality because i'm not interested i guess that's one thing if you're into philosophy i mean there is the idea right of right and wrong of the best way to do something in the worst way so in a way you kind of doomed to to that fallacy of morality because that's part of it that's part of the the whole wiring of the game of the discipline and uh, you know for me i don't and actually for me it's more and more problematic this idea of right and wrong it is really more and more problematic um, and it makes it harder because it is so integrated it is so ubiquitous in our social fabric people say it not realizing they saying it or not realizing what it implies and even thinking about me talking to you know to those ladies that I've talked to who are looking at uh, making some changes through diet and then even I I realize it's like why it is tricky not to tag that you know with something else to to bring that idea of morality instead of just here's kind of what I know here's what I'm thinking but now you kind of extrapolate other things out of it and it's easy to do and to me that is more and more problematic so kind of basically i, I, I more and more i am i am actively reframing that so expressing what i want to express you know my my experience of it my belief you know but not making it right and wrong that being said you know i mean if i'm going to be leaning on the science then i can because it's not about morality then it is about a branch 
of civilization that I don't know of any better. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but I don't know any better than the science. You know, when it comes to this deciphering, you know, to discerning, to separating the wheat from the shaft, you know. And uh, in terms of what seems to work, what's the understanding, you know, when there's so much noise. So for that, I'm okay. I'm pretty comfortable. But then still, still, it's, I, 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 I'm aware, for me, at my own level, I'm aware of it and it bothers me when I start to lean into that, when I make that, when I make a transition. And I'm like, I, I don't want to do that anymore. If you do not want to be right, I don't want to argue. Uh, all of that to me is useless. It's, it's a, like a waste of energy. And so, I think there may have been another reason what I was uh, It was actually kind of a refreshing lesson. Of course, a lot of what he's talking about kind of eventually gets a little heavy for me, I guess. And of course, that's, that's his feel, right? That's where he's at. But also appreciating that, you know, you, you chew the fat. So through some of his letters, you know, he kind of start and then just kind of uh, the conversation warms up and then he leaps into a topic and then he goes into it and then it becomes something else. The letter becomes an opportunity to to share something at a level that feels authentic to him, I guess. And uh, But it was interesting to listen to him talking about that. Like, of course, diet. I mean, anybody who... I'm actually, I've never heard him mention anything about diet before. So it's kind of interesting, you know, I don't know how long ago Seneca was, you know. I don't remember which century was it. But we're talking about a while back. So it's kind of like interested in the, what was the context back then? What was the cultural context of that understanding? Where were people at? And it looks like for quite a while they've talked about restraint and and frugality when it comes to restraining oneself, one's appetite, and and of course gluttony, you know, and uh, gluttony has been talked about for quite a while. And uh, for me, I, it's very humbling because it's only as of late that I've really been able to consider challenging it in a substantial way. I've thought about it before, but. It was like, I like what I like. I mean, you know, like candies. My goodness, so how much candy did I eat in my life, you know? Uh, how much meat? The pastries, you know, all those things, all those indulgences. That has been so much part of my life. And, uh, I mean, not even an interest anyway. Ni siquiera un interés, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. I mean, of course I wanted to be healthy, but I didn't want to let go of those things which made me feel good at the moment. And in a way, I think that's what can make me relatable to to anybody who's going to have a, you know, a situation. They're going to have a chronic disease, and they just don't know, you know. They just don't know how to change, and I can appreciate that. I really do, and actually even more. With what's happening lately, me wondering about what am I feeling? What's going on through me? I mean, is it genuine? You know, 
am I really changing in that way? Am I really becoming more monastic in a way, you know, in, a, in an urban way, I guess, in a, in a like way, right? Not in a, in a religious, but uh, am I starting to wear, am I going to wear the robe? I'm actually going to behave that way. Are these going to become values, sustainable values? You know, am I going to be able to sustain this? Am I moving away from the idea of, uh, you know, making a life with somebody else or, or viewing the possibility of having an intimate relationship with somebody and then moving past that and being like, no, that's not what I'm interested in. I don't believe in that anymore. Now I want an aspiration coming from, or I want a connection with God, however you want to define it. So, and realizing, you know, a lot of that stuff, it's, that's part of my skepticism, right? It's like, what is it? You know, is it just, like I said, the flavor of the day? And, you know, I think I know myself enough to realize that, yeah, only time will tell. Even though a lot of what I'm reading <laughs> lately in a philokalia, it's talking about, you know, to find a, a spiritual director. And of course, it makes sense in the context of a monastic life because that's essential, it's imprescindible, right? Fundamental. To have, a, to have somebody, a reference, somebody that knows what you don't and that can help you, who has experience, who has a credential. The only thing that I have not seen quite as much compared to in Buddhism when I was into it was in Buddhism it talks about the process. Like, how do you find your teacher? And, uh, and in a way, I guess I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to read it. I mean, it'd be nice in a way to read it in there, because I'm really now leaning into Christianity, which is so interesting, with a with a, a renewed appetite that I have not had before. Quite surprising. So I don't need to, you know, I don't need to read it because I do have an understanding. I do. To me, it makes complete sense in terms of who I am, my personality, my history, that for a teacher to become my teacher, and I can appreciate the point that has been made in Christianity and in Buddhism, which is once the choice has been made, once you've said yes to that person, once something has happened to make you a believer, then it is crucial that you surrender to that person and basically that your relationship with that person will be, basically will become your God. You know, it will become more your God than the one you're going to be reading about. And whatever, you will basically surrender your will. And to me, that makes sense. The idea of like, the doubting of the ego of the self, of what you're capable of, you know, of navigating I don't know, to me it just makes sense. I don't know, I think for a lot of people that might be problematic. Well, that's kind of weird that the, this bike is almost like in the middle of the road that we parked it. Interesting. I mean, motorcycle. But to me it makes sense. Though I have never done it. <laughs> you know, it's uh, one thing that's nice to talk about, but you know, to, and of course, there will be another one when you're being asked to do something. Oh, goodness, interesting, the wind here. It's a cold. It's a cold day today. Uh, yeah, we've dropped a few degrees here. I think about nine degrees. 
So I have never had that experience. It's so safe that I'm basically simple for this reason. And uh, you know, of course, reading about it now in the Philokalia brings it more to the forefront, you know, to the foreground. So it's uh, and it's not something new for me. It's something that uh, I remember Hal, you know, the, the guy from Dancing Bear, teaching large and curvier. That I really respect and value as a human being, as a, as a role model, as a male. Uh, it's been definitely consequential in my life. Anyway, it was with uh, uh, Lakota, the Sioux, that kind of tradition. So with him, I got to, you know, Sundance, sweat lodges. So I was kind of involved into the Native American tradition. So I got kind of into it. I got into it quite a bit. And, uh, but eventually I got to a place to where... I mean, I never, you know, I thought about it, but it never happened to where, never clicked to where it was like, oh, you are my teacher, and then uh, I'm going to follow you. And uh, and then eventually it was like, and yeah, naturally moved away, which was fine, you know. I did go to see him, I think, once or twice more to express my gratitude to him for what it means, for what he had meant. And I mean, what it will always mean in my life. But, you know, I have not had that. So, but it's something that I think if I keep going in that path, it's something that's going to be inevitable because it just makes sense. You know, even a lot of what I'm reading, even, even the experience that I'm going through, I realize a lot of that stuff, you know, is I can't appreciate all of it. There is definitely compatibility. And I know that it's not intellectual compatibility because a lot of those texts, I mean, I'm sure for a lot of people, they would just be gibberish, you know, and I can see where that would be the case. And it's just interesting why for some people, something that made no sense at some point then makes all the sense in the world. And uh, and I think if it, if it gets to the point to where the, the, the quality of the experience is high enough, it doesn't matter the discrepancy or the dissonance of a contradiction, whatever it is, you know, you, you're going to be okay with it, with it being messy. It doesn't have to be black and white. But like I said, you know, it's uh, it's that kind of uh, discernment between, okay, this is this is where I am right now. This is what I'm feeling. It's interesting, and then you you pursue it, but it's it's not enough. You know, let's see. Let's see if it's something that's going to survive. And of course, you know, I mean, here I am now in this very controlled environment. <laughs> I am in my bubble. Uh, and I guess in a way, hold on a second. You know, I will still have some kind of a bubble, but nothing like this one, you know, when I start to move around. And then even when I go to uh, when I go to Pilar, that, that will uh, definitely change. And that's good, you know. It's uh, all of that is good. I am uh, I am transitioning, you know. I am making peace with all of it, uh, like I said. But I've really, really, really enjoyed my time here. Really enjoyed it. Wow, crazy the way this weather is changing. And I'm getting hot. But yeah, I'm feeling tired. 
So today has been interesting in that, uh, that again, that crash of energy. And I don't feel that too, too much. So, but I guess, you know, from time to time, and how wonderful, you know, to being like, oh, okay, okay, I'm just going to go lay down. And everything is, you know, pitchy. I mean, the only thing that changes, I'm just going to get some arugula today. So, that won't happen until tomorrow. Uh, we'll see, I guess, possibly going back to uh, Torredon Jimeno. Because I need to get some uh, the mint tea. I'm kind of conflicted about that because of uh, they are all individually wrapped in plastic. But my goodness, they're so much more flavorful. So it's like, and it kind of makes sense, right? Because they're all wrapped. So they are not, I guess, oxidized and they just don't lose. Like, basically, like all those individual bags. Uh, in that box. So, and uh, so yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be having the tea, I'm going to want the tea that uh, that's going to be the most flavorful. So, I'm kind of left with creating a little bit more uh, plastic, plastic trash. Makes me think of Pilar because she she really doesn't like that. Very cool. Really, really. Like, she'll really go to the end of the world to. You know, not. She basically doesn't want people to. She doesn't want to buy things in plastic. So she's definitely she's concerned about the environment and like she sent me out a couple of petitions that I signed that she sent me, of course, because she sent them to me. And uh, so yeah, that's kill off for you. Anyhow, wow, I think I may be going for another nap here. Yeah before church and this uh, interesting Friday interesting Friday anyway. Let me take a, I, I'm hoping you can hear me well there's a little bit of wind this afternoon this area at times definitely is not to be to be windy and uh, well, I don't know what it was. I was an out earlier. But anyway. Hold on a second here. I'm across the road here. So. So, so, so. Is there anything else? Fellow travelers. Pilgrims and travelers. I don't know if I even said it right in my intro. Oh, and I got a new uh, new intro to the podcast eh, that I just uh, <laughs> that I just put in. I think it's a little less, uh, a little shorter than the one I had before. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm going to be doing what I'm going to be doing. So, you know, whoa, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling I'm going to get cold now. But uh, I'm going to take the jacket off. Feels a little too warm. Anyway, so, yeah, we're looking at two weeks, my friends, two weeks, back here, wow, I'm sure I'll be fine when I go, but it's, uh, this place is endearing to me, interesting, 
Actually, yeah. I don't think I have any call anywhere else than this place. You know? It, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm very, very grateful, you know, to have known it, to have had a part in it. It's kind of tricky, you know, when you, when you come from the point of view that if you get, you know, attached to anything material, you know, anything that's relative, that you can get lost. And I don't know the answer to that because I can appreciate that. But feeling what I'm feeling. So I am in both of those places. So I guess maybe something along the lines of, you know, to be able to enjoy what you're doing, but to also be willing and ready to lose it. And then to appreciate the, the how finite it is. And what's most important is not that I should always have it, but just enjoy the the experience and be with what is. Kind of the asshole story of uh, Ramdeth. I'm not sure about who he came from because I know I heard about this one before him. I have known him for known it for a while and then use it for a while. Uh, basically things happening and then one voice saying, oh, how good and how bad, and the other guy saying, yeah, how so, maybe, 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 you know, like, like, yeah, this is that, and then there'll be that, and then there'll be that, and it's okay, it's all good, and uh, it's, in a way, it's a beautiful sentiment, the idea of not getting lost in none of it, you know, that, that basically your base is not a thing, it's not a feeling, it's not a sentiment, it's not a place, is not a person, it's not even an idea. But that there is a grounding that is not dependent of a certain materiality, that even though you are in there, and then you are affected, and you know you are a human being, you are a biological creature, but there is this other part. And uh, which makes you know the human being for an interesting creature. Eh? Anyhow, all right, folks, back in uh, Solo Papel y Carton, a near recycling station here. So, well, that's a longer podcast than I realized. Anyway, wish you a beautiful day. Gonna go back. Not sure what I'm gonna do yet. Till have time, it's uh, a little bit after 3.30, so, which means I have about three, a little three hours before heading to church. Anyway, you'll have a beautiful uh, rest of the day, wherever you are. And uh, my silly two-cent words, you know, there are no accidents. Everything is a blessing. Everything is perfect. And it is useful to find a way, you know, to find that silver lining, to become naturally predisposed to always see the glass half full, you know. Anyway, love and peace.